You know, I tried the quote-unquote rich route. Heck, if I stayed it, I guarantee you I'd be one fat doctor. Fat as an F-A-T, baby. <laughs> True story. I gained nearly 30, 35 pounds when I was in college. Not because the food was great, but because I was really unhappy with how I felt my life was going. So you know, I guess I pretty much went the opposite way <laughs> when I decided to pursue chocolate. In today's episode of I Heart Chocolate, I discuss why I stuck with chocolate for so long even though it doesn't really, well initially, make you any money. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinha Chocolate and Codinha Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hello, hello, chocolate friends. In today's episode, I want to jump on the topic that I feel many people can relate to and many people tiptoe around which is why stick with chocolate if it doesn't make any money. All right, before tearing that statement apart, I think it's important to realize that there are several factors to consider. Number one, you are just beginning in your chocolatier career, which most likely means you are quote unquote paying your dues. You guys, my first official job as a chocolatier was in New York and I was paid a whopping $10 an hour. Woohoo! Yes. $10 $10 an hour in New York, probably the most expensive city I've ever lived in and the crappiest apartment I ever lived in as well. But it was my start and when I tell you that I was so grateful to be able to work where I was working, that's the truth of it. Money to me has never been the end goal, not the ultimate end goal. And having just said that, I realized that that comes with a bit of privilege that I was born into. Money was never something I really had to think about or worry about as a kid. I grew up pretty well off, though to be honest, I really don't know how quote-unquote rich my family was until I finally had friends come over and tell me that. But I never once in my life desired to be crazy financially wealthy. That is the truth, the truth, the truth. I always said though that I wish to be happy. And if you haven't heard already, there are several people in this world who have loads of money and are freaking miserable with themselves. To me, it's always been more about identity and growing into a person that I feel like I gave my all to be, that best version of me. The best version doesn't have a price tag, but that best version is fulfilled and she has purpose and meaning in this world and is doing whatever she can to impact it in her own unique way. Call me crazy, (laughs) but that has always been my obsession above anything else. And as fate would have it, I feel that is through chocolate. So to take it back, when I decided to pursue chocolate, yes, there was a bit of shock on my end when I first realized just how difficult it is to make a decent living on such a small paycheck. 
but I knew that what I was gaining in return was more valuable, which was working for some of the greatest in the industry. Literally. I don't think that that is coincidental. I think that these opportunities happened for me because, well, one, I went out after them. Literally, I pretty much put myself in front of every single chef I ever worked for. And two, I was always so eager to learn that my passion spoke for itself. I wasn't always the most experienced chocolatier to hire, I would say, but I think every chef I worked for could say I was definitely one of the most dedicated. And it is that type of dedication and commitment and belief that you need in the beginning to get you through the early stages if you seriously want to pursue this career. If you desire to be rich and wealthy, which is fine by the way, if having loads of money is your dream, then by all means pursue that. But don't expect that to come from working in the chocolate industry, especially not when you first start out. Number two, I stick with chocolate because honestly, after trying other things, and I will even admit some other things which came with a higher paycheck or held promise for a higher financial return, I couldn't stick with it. To be more specific, I either hated my job or I grew incredibly frustrated pouring my time into some other opportunity and not really connecting with it. Just like with chocolate, you have to be patient with yourself and really give yourself the time to grow with it. If you stop too short because you're feeling like things aren't working out or your passion really isn't there, then you need to stop and evaluate why you're pursuing it in the first place. There has to be a deeper meaning there. And yes, the money eventually does come if, and this is a big if, 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 if you learn how to make it so that it does. This is the part where it goes beyond the initial stages of a chocolatier after you've gained some experience under your belt and you can hold your own. But you have to put in the work first in order to move up. Or if you have your own business, you have to, have to, have to, have to learn how to sell and market your chocolates. When we started Cudinia Chocolate, I made it clear to my husband that I didn't see any other option and I committed 110% to this business. In short, we got really, really serious about it. It's not always easy, but being able to make a living of doing what I love rule supreme in my book hey friend are you feeling a chocolate craving coming on anytime is a good time for chocolate in my book after working for literally some of the best chocolate and pastry chefs in our industry bruno and i launched our own online chocolate shop codinia chocolate check out our collection of beautiful handcrafted bonbons and confections sourced with the best cacao and ingredients and made with a ton of love Experience true chocolate happiness at www.codiniachocolate.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Cheers! Number three, I stick with chocolate because I love it. Whether you decide to do chocolate full-time or part-time or even if it's just a hobby, if you really love it, you can't just let it go. The few times I kind of drifted away from chocolate and pursued something else, I always felt this emptiness inside and quite honestly, a sadness too. There is a time when I let other people's voices get too much in my head. I've been told several things ever since I started this whole chocolate journey, including that I'm quote unquote, not using my full potential, end quote, after graduating from one of the top pre-med universities in the country, to quote unquote, there's only one Norman Love or Jacques Therese and I would never make it as a chocolatier, end quote, to quote unquote, you can't just do chocolate, you have to do other things too, like cakes and pastries and coffee and sandwiches. You can't just do chocolate, that's crazy, end quote. The worst thing you can do when you have a dream is let others dictate its path for you. And lest you forget, 
Too often people are projecting their own failures and fears because that is their experience and their reality. Do not let them transfer that upon your reality. Bad juju, get out of the way. <laughs> you get to decide how to your journey goes and no one else. I learned this lesson the hard way when I let way too many people's voices get into my head and I decided to try my luck by moving up the corporate ladder as an assistant pastry chef or sous chef. There's no amount of money I promise you in the world that would make me take a job like that again. I felt unfulfilled. I was stressed to the max majority of the time. I hated the actual work I was doing so much so that after my shift, I actually used to run into the chocolate room and mess around. A bit of bonbon here, a bit there. I just needed to escape. Yeah, I lasted about seven months as a Sioux. Anyways, everything happens for a reason because it made me realize how I truly and really felt that I could not work the rest of my life for someone else, especially in a corporation. So yes, number three, I stuck with chocolate or rather went back to chocolate time and time again because I truly love it. And the thing about the money part, I always say the money part works itself out because you start to realize that if this, this right here is something you truly want to do with your life, you have no choice but to figure that part out, which most likely means you're grinding your butt off to get those numbers you need to survive, which is true. The beautiful part of it is that you love the process. And then it sounds so cliche again, I know, but it's true, you guys. You bust your butt for this craft and you pour your all into it. Trust me, it doesn't go unnoticed. You will succeed because your efforts will show. And if needed, you will learn how to make your efforts be seen so that you will make it. There is no quick fix for chocolate success, but it is possible. You have to keep going. <laughs> and honestly... It's the best feeling to truly have the freedom to do what you love and have others connect with that. I mean, come on, that is the dream, right? I hope that this helped if you needed to hear it. I'll see you on the next one, my friends. And that's all folks. For more tips on what it takes to be a chocolatier, catch myself and my hubby Bruno as we go live every Thursday on the gram at Codinia Chocolate. And can I just say, Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that is my life mission, but like really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound so cheesy. Oh, it's so cheesy, but it's coming, and you know it's true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it, and then keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Whew! Okay, <laughs> catch you on the next one.